Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Mandem Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And this is our, so it was supposed to be posted last week, Obi-Wan, <laughs> it was going to be just an episode four recap, but now we're going to do episode four and five because we had some technical difficulties last week, so here we are. Wah, wah, wah. You can listen to our previous episode. For those are actually, yes, <laughs> our previous episode for, I was thinking of when I was posting this for the reason behind the technical difficulties, which ended up not being an issue at all. But anyway, welcome now. It was definitely welcome, an inconvenience. But for sure. I mean, I didn't have to edit, so that wasn't as bad, but... <laughs> Even though I don't do a ton of editing on the episodes, this is mostly unedited. Unedited. <laughs> Shoot. We gotta stop doing these back-to-back. Uh, just My mouth stops working. We gotta stop doing point. these doubles. <laughs> these doubles are killing me. So, um, Obi-Wan Episode 4 was... Eh. Yeah. I remember you a saying little, it wasn't uh, your favorite, especially compared to three. Yeah. After three, I was expecting much more. Episode four didn't bring much more. We got to see Obi-Wan with a little better use of his lightsaber. A little old Obi-Wan, a little prequel Obi-Wan use of his lightsaber. But... Other than that, I mean, we got to see like this tomb where they're all entombed. All the former Jedi are all that had been captured mm. and killed, I guess, are all entombed, I guess, for cloning purposes. So that was cool. But basically, quick synopsis of the episode. <clears throat> After episode three, Obi-Wan's hurt. So episode four, he wakes up in a back to tank. We can kind of see him connected to Vader a lot more. Here, when they're in the back to tank, they keep like they're sharing the nightmare going back and forth. And uh, so, jumps out of the back to tank looking for Leia. I was confusing myself timeline wise. <laughs> so, anyway, to make a long story short. The Empire has Leia. They are starting to... They're going to start torturing Leia. Oh, I know, right? Oh my god, Empire has Leia again. And... Were you Princess Peach? Basically. <laughs> so... So... They have to go on to... Or into the Inquisitor's Fortress, which we get to see in Fallen Order a lot. Not a lot, and really one main mission, but it feels like a lot of the game in whole. So that's where we see the tomb. It's where he kind of makes a noise in the other room using the force to distract two stormtroopers, just like he did in A New Hope. Mm. So we're getting some callbacks to old Obi-Wan. It's kind of cool, but basically they sneak her out in under a raincoat. So very poor fashion in my point, or in my... uh. Opinion. opinion not my point 
You are making a point. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, they escape. We lose Wade. Who is Wade, you're asking? So are we. Okay. No idea. But they, I guess, want us to be really attached to Wade. So. Not with a name like Wade. Yeah. So, once again, kind of in a New Hope fashion, Leia's in trouble. Leia gets captured by the Empire. We win back Leia. It was a cool thing when, not win back, I guess that sounds bad. We defeat them and get Leia back. Mm. So, the Inquisitor Fortress is mainly underwater. So, they were in this tunnel, which you see in Fallen Order, too. Not or Fallen Order. Not Fallen You know what I mean. So, in Fallen Order, Vader has to, like, rush back all this water. So, Obi-Wan kind of does this here. He redirects the water, though. So, kind of some similarities there. He also enters the same way as Calcastus, but mm. that's a whole other thing. But Video game guy, right? Yes, from Fallen Order. Um, some kind of Easter eggs within here. We get a reference, then at the end of the episode, we see T-47S's. Or T-47s, sorry. We see T-47s. Rookie. Look now. <laughs> and which is from Empire Strikes Back. Yep, I remember the ship. Yep, because I cool. thought it looked really cool. Yeah, they're, they're odd. But <laughs> Reva, uh, well, yeah. Reva mentions Ball Knob. Uh, a mid-rim planet from the... We see it in the Clone Wars. Uh, season 4 of the Clone Wars. And it's home to this basically this race of alien castaways. So it would make sense that they reference it saying it's kind of a Jedi hideout. So mm. it would make sense, even if it was, that they were, mm. they would be hiding there. So at one point, Tala, who I've told you is the Empire spy, like she's really a... It's a trap. It's not really a Jedi, Jedi sympathizer, Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, uh, help, Jedi adjacent, <laughs> part of the resistance. So when she's checked in, you see an officer walk by with the trench coat that we later see them sneak lay out under. I think it was just a way to introduce the trench coat into your brain briefly before they showed it to you later because I don't think it had ever been seen before that. Uh, Obi Wan uses a rebreather to enter the Inquisitor Fortress, just like Episode One, where him and Qui Gon went down to the Gungans to uh, with try the, to the star basically of save the show. Jar Jar. The star of old Jar Jar. So we also see the Empire using code cylinders. That's how she logs in to the computer. Basically a key card. Mm -hmm. So they started as a prop from Empire Strikes Back. They were just a prop in like in a pocket like a pen. And now they're a thing. Yeah, and they were used in Mandalorian and in Rebels too. Previous to this, but yeah, fun little Easter egg. Uh Obi Wan Oh, I already I already said that one. Sorry. Going down my list. 
So when he when Obi Wan enters the tomb of all the Jedi frozen in that amber like liquid, whatever it is, we see Tara Sanub, if I pronounce that right. When he's from Clone Wars, he helps Ahsoka get her lightsaber back and he's a Jedi master. So kind of a sad thing, which you don't I didn't really recognize him at first because he looked like this really tall, thin thing in live action but he's kind of like you know crouched old man yeah so i I didn't recognize him at first but i later was pointed out breakdown have to tell you that uh yes well no before i watched the breakdown which obviously said that it's all over facebook all the star wars groups were talking about it so somebody pointed it out so we also see a youngling frozen, which we see him, why he's frozen in episode five. But uh, he's frozen in this amber liquid. He's the same youngling that was in the first episode. Is that the one that you were telling me about? I don't think so. George Lucas's. Oh, no, no, no. That's oh, okay. different. That's completely oh, different okay. movie. Okay. So, but yeah. So we see this youngling frozen helmet on the whole nine so we he was the same person as the flashback the same youngling is in the flashback in the first episode that's crazy yeah and then they bring him back in episode five you know and i had an easter egg about that scene what's that that i had read about what's that um the um mystery body that the internet has been surging over there's a there's a body in one of the tombs that um strikingly Uh looks like mace windu yeah and a lot of people are saying like oh my god you know this would check out like whatever but the big discrepancy is that this person has their right hand which obviously windu does not vader took from him before now i'm not saying he couldn't be somewhere like that. Yeah. Or still alive, possibly. Because yeah. didn't see a body. But he would at least be handless. Anakin was just... Although, apparently they just hand hand. out robotic... Robotic hands. Replacements, like, all the time. So... You're not... He could have got that, and that could still be him. You're not a real Star Wars character until you've changed your arm. At least once. (laughs) At least one of your limbs has to be fake. You have to be repaired in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> so we also hear Tala mention Florum, which is a pirate planet, like a desert-type planet, and mm-hmm. it's the home of Hondo, which is the pirate. He's You'll see him in Clone Wars, and he's also in Galaxy's Edge and Disney World and Disneyland mm. in Smuggler's Run. He's mm. you're doing a run for him basically, mm. so you see the animatronic of him, which looks really real. It's cool. So yeah, and then the T forty seven show up, which we mentioned earlier, and they shoot a little mouse droid. Then the mouse droid kind of backs up and turns away and takes off. It's literally like shot for shot the mouse droid when Chewie yelled at it that backed up and ran away. The same speed, the same pattern, everything. So. Just a cool little little nod there. But that's really it for episode four. That 
we've seen. I mean, there's a couple other people in the tomb that they speculated about, but we're not covering them. So, I don't know why I mentioned them. But, episode five did redeem it. My loud paper. Not in the new age here. Episode five was definitely, uh, it redeemed episode four quite a bit. We got to see a lot more of Vader. We got to see Reva's true mission. Uh, some more Obi-Wan action. Also some prequel flashbacks from Attack of the Clones era. So that was cool. I'm still really looking for a... We did get to see more Order 66, though. I don't know what I'm looking for. I did enjoy it. I don't have anything bad to say, but I just I felt like it just left me left me wanting a little more, I think. But I enjoyed it. It was overall a really good episode. A lot of uh a lot of big Vader moments. Which was great. But some callbacks. Anyway. We'll get to it. So, we get to see Hayden Christensen slightly aged down. I still don't think he was aged down enough in some Attack of the Clones, some where he was training with Obi-Wan with the lightsaber. So, they keep calling back to that throughout the whole episode. But in that, you actually see him looking off in the distance. And it's the same courtyard as the first scene where the younglings were training, where Reva was training. It was the same exact courtyard before it was just looking out on these three random buildings. So this time it includes a fourth, which was where Padme was living. The big tower where the senators mm. and all that were. It's where Padme was living. So he was like looking out yeah. toward her. Even though this was Attack of the Clones. So might have been right at the beginning of them dating, dating, but not like... Yeah. But in love. Anyway, it was just a cool little little nod there on Coruscant. And so they keep calling back to that the entire episode because as spoiler, as <laughs> we're a little past that now, but as Obi-Wan and Vader are kind of playing this cat and mouse game they keep calling back to that and why Obi-Wan's doing what he's doing and making the decisions he's doing because he knows that Vader, a.k.a. Anakin, thinks that he's ahead. But really, he's not. He's let his eagerness take over. And so he's thinking that he's ahead, but he's really not. Then Obi-Wan can kind of make the last move. Mm-hmm. So, which we go back to at the end, Vader does learn from that original lesson. But I'll get to that. In uh it's it's cool. And it's big. So That's what she said. We get a reference to Garel, which is it's been portrayed in Rebels a bunch of times. It's just a planet. Okay. But just a callback. What 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 is on this planet? It's you had a breakdown of every planet so far. Don't fail me now. Oh come on, 
So no, you told me about pirate it was the planet. site. It was the site of a Phoenix base, home to home to Rebel Cell Key Rebel, home to a Rebel Cell key to some of the early decisions that turned a scattered network of anti-imperial fighters into an organized rebel alliance. Oh, cool! There's there's the breakdown. That's via Denim Geek. <laughs> uh, we also get other ways to fight he says because he gives he gives somebody his weapons he gives somebody his gun and his lightsaber and all and they're like how are you going to beat vader without weapons and he says there's other ways to fight that's a call back to a new hope when obi-wan is in the cockpit of the millennium falcon and i forget what what exactly han asked but he said there's other methods he basically said there's other ways to fight but in a more alec guinness way yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah a bit of a callback there also we see we rarely see the force used in such a way to control an entire ship we saw that first in rebels or in clone wars my bad actually yeah I think it would be first in Clone Wars. But we saw Ahsoka pull down Darth Maul's ship. Kind of held it back as Darth Maul was taken away. Taken off. We see Rey do it. But Vader just kind of walks in and immediately grabs this massive ship that's already taken off. And he pulls it back down (laughs) because they're escaping. So... that And we see it in the Forced Unleashed. For the Force Unleashed, the game, but I haven't played that. But we see it in there also. But so we get to see a really big Vader Force movement. The Force Unleashed, I haven't played that. Not the Force Awakens, or no, sorry, oops. The Fallen Order is what I've played. Force Awakens is a movie. Oh, I. (laughs) Yeah, different games. Oh my god, dude! Completely. It's so hard to remember. I know, it's so many. So, I don't think The Force Unleashed is canon. Yet. But, could be. Well, didn't they talk about him joining the the universe? So, yeah, Like, just now, in live action? Who? Uh, Starkiller? From, for, or Calcastus? Kestis. didn't they talk oh, about yeah. him joining a so, series or something so ca- so the four or uh the fallen order is canon that's the only oh video okay game okay, okay 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 yeah, i Force have backwards Unleashed again is star killer which is vader's apprentice right okay yeah. i watched a video on that too yep um also could possibly be who we see in what looks like a back to tank or a clone tank in the trailer for the sequel to Fallen Order. We don't know yet though. It was a watch a lot mo- of theories. It was a watch mojo video and it was top video games where like the main character dies and that was it. And it talked about you being Starkiller and oh, yeah. you know, you don't make it out. Yeah. <clears throat> you die. Spoiler alert. So um. So yeah, 
All in all, I was trying to. We got off. We got off topic, uh, or not off topic, but we got off. Well, um, no, we did. <laughs> that was off my of bad. where I was. No, you're good. And oh, so we come to find out that Reva, all this time, has been wanting <clears> revenge. <throat> she hasn't really wanted Obi Wan. She's wanted Obi Wan to gain Vader's trust. So she could so take advantage of it. She could kill Vader. So as I said earlier, where he learned from that lesson that we see on Coruscant, because ultimately he thinks he's beaten Obi-Wan on the training, the callback to Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's beaten Obi-Wan and he turns his back on him and Obi-Wan doesn't, or uh, Anakin doesn't see the threat from the back. So Obi-Wan snatches his lightsaber out of the hand, out of his hands, disarming him. And then, obviously, defeated. You've been disarmed. <laughs> so he said, you know, you have you have more to learn. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, like... Basically saying, you know, you're so focused on your next move, you're not thinking about anything else, basically, is what I kind of gathered from it. Okay. Anyway, you don't see what's coming from behind you. So... <laughs> that's a bad and, thing if you're in prison yes so which vader is he dies so he leads he leads and then he dies <laughs> and so we see him learn from that lesson because at the end when they when he take when all of them take off and she like comes up behind him to try to kill him mm-hmm. he just First of all, in this entire lightsaber battle, never draws his own lightsaber at any point. Mm. So basically just stops her with the force as she's trying to cut him down. And then the whole time she's like trying to swing and he's just stopping it like with the force. <laughs> that would piss me like off. Like it's nothing. He's pushing her back and and then he ends up taking her lightsaber, breaking it in half, throwing her one half, and then he ignites his. Oh, uh, it was double-ended? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. She has double-ended. So then, so they could fight using that. Blue? Uh, red. Red. No, uh, Sith. Reva is the third sister. No, I've mentioned I've seen her. her her name mentioned and stuff like yeah, that. I've mentioned her a few times. but oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she's Sith. So, you know, this is kind of turning on her leader. So, she's her kind of it is turning she on her. She survives leader. Order 66. Yep. Which would have had her killed, almost had like killed her. So, to they join actually the dark side. and they actually say in here that she they go back to that whole scene. So, basically he like went to stab her, I guess, or went to cut her down. So we see Anakin come in like her view of order 66 as a youngling. So really small, like low camera view. We see Anakin walk in with the 500 first behind him. And then he just starts chopping through kids. And shit. really it's great story, like flashback telling, because as he's like, cutting down her essentially as a youngling Mm. he goes to stab her and as it flashes back and forth he's like stabbing her back then and then as he's in real life now impaling her 
with her own lightsaber. So Inception. Yeah. So she ends up laying there dead as she's been named. Oh, also this episode, she was named the Grand Inquisitor because I told you, remember, she murdered the Grand Inquisitor in episode two. Three, two. <clears throat> right, right, right. <laughs> it's one of them all mixed up. So they name her the Grand Inquisitor, and then in this scene, as Vader has stabbed her and she's laying on the ground, here walks in who she thought she murdered. The Grand Inquisitor comes in and takes the pin off her chest and takes it back. And yeah, kind of cool. But oh, it. It was a dark episode, but oh, they need man. to stay with the dark theme because they're the best episodes. Well, especially like this kind of story. Exactly. That's being told. It's this, even though it's an Obi-Wan series, we know it's Obi-Wan and Vader. Like that's, you can't have one without the other. She then, as she's lying on the ground, you know, Grand Inquisitor looks at her and says, we're going to leave you where we found you in the gutter in this like kind of swampy, muddy planet or Mm. whatever. And then she finds this chip on the ground, a communicator chip that Bail Organa had sent to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan gives that to somebody else, the Camille Nanjiani character. If that's how you say his name. Sounds like a disease. No. Jesus fuck. Uh no. They I can't remember his character name though. Uh, whatever. No. It's okay. We don't need that. The important thing is on this chip, it literally it's Bale saying that he's gonna go, since he hasn't heard back from Obi Wan, that he's gonna go to Tatooine to help Owen with the boy. So he literally gives away that Luke is on Tatooine. Mm. Yeah. So we're going back to Tatooine, finally. Yeah, I was about to say. And that's how the episode ends. That clip that we were looking at, that was Tatooine, right? The clip I showed you, it was, um, it was Obi-Wan, I think, arguing with Luke's uncle. Oh, yep. Yeah, so like that you trained his father. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That would make the first of two times Obi-Wan gets burned in this series. <laughs> well, well, what's the first time? That. Okay, what's the second time? When he actually gets burnt. When Vader pulls him into the fire. Oh, um, to burn like he did on Mustafar. He got burned three times because he does not have the mesh screen time. <laughs> it's it's divided up. Yeah, I think. Like, him, how, how are you not going to make it about the guy that the show is named after? I would say Leia probably has equal screen time. Yeah, this quickly turned into an everybody but Obi Wan show. Why not Obi Wan Kenobi dash Leia? Then yeah. it makes sense. That would be better but yeah that's episode four and five bit of a recap some easter eggs we're gonna do a whole titty bits committed episode to the finale uh we're gonna post that a couple days after the finale, background really. music we might 
have later some this week. Lightsabers with us. Who knows? It's gonna be a grand old time. Yeah, we might fight each other in the yard with lightsabers. Post that on the Facebook page. Doubt it. None of mine could take that. So, just <laughs> show you the video. The Oh, that big kid, and he got his knuckle smashed. He's, I told you not to use full force. God, you're such a Sith. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I don't think you sent that to me. Oh, I got to show you. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. I wonder how many times I say, oh, jeez. How outdated is that? Jinkies. Jinky. Gee, Willikers. Leaping lizards. I've been on a boy howdy kick lately. Yeah, I I get on kicks. I mean, I I think I've said that forever, but anyway. I mean, I have too, but it's we're one well of those off. things we're that well, you stop talking about. We're well off Obi-Wan at this point. This has been another episode of Mandem Podcast. Thanks for listening to our Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four and five recap. Like I said, tune in later this week for our Miss Marvel episode one through three recap as well as our Obi-Wan Obi-Wan season finale recap a lot of episodes and if you haven't already listened to our regularly scheduled episode posted (laughs) a little before this one go check that out we dig into a little bit of Star Wars a lot of WWE just failing miserably thanks for listening I'm Chris I'm Tyler 